Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news... Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Wait, we're starting the show? What are you doing? (laughs) Let's go. That's it. That's it. That's all the welcome you get this week, folks. You're welcome now. Hi. Welcome to the Internet's only college football podcast. You have been welcomed. (laughs) Try try again next week for the full welcome. It's the dance remix version. How do you like it here inside the only college football podcast that's now underway? I I Man. Welcome to the Shutdown Fullcast. You're listening to the Internet's only college football podcast. No, I'm not. You're about to. This is now two welcomes. The first one counted also. Double welcome. That's how much, that's how happy we are that you've We will be charging you double for that, listener. Mm. 1.7. 1.7. 200% of nothing is nothing, buddy. Can we talk you We've into 1.2? Yeah, can, yeah, can, bar, can, I, can I barter you down? Acorns.com. Ching. That means cash. This is, this is a really wonderful week for me personally. Who are you? I am Spencer Hall, <laughs> and joining me as always is I my hope, co-host, I Jason I hope this is Kirk. how Holly goes to a Broadway show. Just screaming at the actors who aren't doing it right. I love that. <laughs> Why no, are I you disrupting? Patty Lapone would do it too. <laughs> um, oh, so the the thing I wanted to discuss 
to start the show was my favorite subject in the world. Whoa, which is, whoa. Can I back up first? My favorite subject in the world. So, re- listener, you're going to want to navigate to our thick on your Reddit app. <laughs> Good God. What? You said your favorite subject. As I was saying. It's in like seven up. tabs on your browser. I can see it right now. It is oh, not. There's I have... one, two, three. Like I said, the internet's only college what football podcast. What is Mormon podcast. porn? I have um, I have I have one follow up thing from last from the last episode, which was very good. The karaoke the karaoke draft was great. Um, Server, I thought your team was really excellent. Uh, J- I like that J- Jason had the most like pivotability, like you know when when curveballs were thrown, and Spencer I think had the worst team. I disagree. I'm right. <laughs> I'm time I'm time tested. Okay, like yeah. you put it on trial. Yeah. I will have the crowd. Okay, Juice was a I very made... good. Juice was a very strong closing pick. I will so is Sweet Caroline. You just have high expectations of You're people. Right. You're right. Of you? Um, no, he doesn't. He knows I, you. Of That's people, the... not of me. Mm. I would like to share. Um, have you Have you ever witnessed impromptu, unexpected karaoke? Yes, I went to drama school. That's fair. Um, <laughs> no, I was at a bar near the near my old office in New York. When a man walked in at maybe like 930 at night in a suit by himself with a briefcase, he walked directly to the touch tunes display on the bar and he put in probably five dollars and he put in some songs. We're like, okay, whatever. He picked nothing um, but Shakira songs and he sang (laughs) every one of them as loud as he could. In a mostly empty bar, and then when his five dollars had, uh, you know, elapsed when he played four songs or whatever, mm-hmm. he he picked up his briefcase and he left. That was it. The whole thing. What do you the think? One, was you in know, the really, briefcase? the lone wolf flash mob is the hardest to stop. Yeah. Um, what was in the briefcase? Probably the nuclear football. I think that's a Actually, stress. Yeah, I can tell you what it is because I bet I know. Did this guy have long hair? No, he was balding. Okay. I was just remembering a fellow who used to turn up at not the nice Stars Karaoke on 280 in Birmingham that we did the live show at, but the grimy Stars 280, or the the grimy Stars Karaoke that is not on 280 in Birmingham, that is kind of like ramshackle. Because we used to go there on Thursdays, and there was always this one dude who kind of looked like uh, what we do in the Shadows Extra by which I mean he always came into the karaoke bar wearing a cape, but no other visible signs of vampirism. Sure. And he would he would nurse like a bud long neck, and he would get up there and staring at a point in the middle distance, not blinking or moving his eyes the whole time, would sing Turn the Page, the Metallica version. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure. And, and then leave. Yeah. He was there, and one time it was different. One time he sang "Every Rose Has Its Thorn." Maybe he got pranked. Left. Maybe that guy got pranked, and somebody slipped him like a piece of paper that was like important mission: go to shitty stars and sing "Turn the Page" by Metallica. Await further instruction, and he just did that like seven hundred straight days, and nobody came. I hope he's doing all right, because the thing that really resonated with me about last week's episode was the part where it's like the thing that you least want to say in public is somebody who is clearly going through some shit Mm -hmm. when all you are there to do is drink and hoot. 
Oh, yeah, that's why my defense pick would be Tears in Heaven by Eric Clapton. Ah! <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Christmas, Christmas shoes. That's a good oh, one, too. Those that's are both good. repellent. Well done. I, was, I, I don't know if those... The, <laughs> I feel like those are... Uh, it's a if you hit strategy. the kind of person who would have feelings with those, sure. I don't know how much fun you're going to have anyway. You know exactly. I mean? right, I'm, reverting, I'm reverting to my jukebox FM pitch, which was my turntable FM pick before that. Martin Page is in the house of stone and light. <laughs> how much longer? Yeah, no, that, that's a banger. That's really good. And you have to sing the backup. Yeah. My favorite part of last week's episode was that at one point I opened my mouth to make a terrible pun. And I was feeling really sad that I was not there. And then before I could say it alone into my headphones, Jason said it on the show. I got you. And I don't even I remember you. what he said now. It just made me so happy. Um, my offense pick. I think it been... might have been corn traversy. Nice. Oh, God. My yeah. offense pick would have been um, Call Tyrone by Erica Badu. Because oh, it because Ryan, what... I have heard that performed by an acapella group. So, so two reasons. One, it doesn't no, shit, have. No, that was Smell Your Dick. It doesn't have <laughs> Jesus. It Same doesn't energy. have like a crazy amount of range. You don't have to like get real high or real low. And more importantly, it has the best opening possible for a karaoke song. I'm getting I'm tired getting, of I'm your shit. Tired of your shit. <laughs> Aren't you don't we all karaokeist? Aren't we all? You don't never buy me nothing. No. Nope. Uh, my defensive pick is Martin Page in the House of Stone and Light. Uh, my offensive pick is Build Me Up Buttercup. Is an instant crowd, instant mm. crowd favorite, and yeah. everyone sings. The, my key for Justice Spencer's key to the game is get the women on your side. My key is a good upbeat call and response. Yeah, I had. I, I think I mentioned this in the Discord. Build me up, Buttercup was like a backup for me, like just lean in on, case. Lean on me was a good pick in that vein. Yeah, so I like, mean, as, as a melodically challenged person, I can handle mm. lean on. That's probably the most difficult song I can probably I can make it through <laughs> sure. without. Uh, Inventing entirely new notes that have never been uh, <laughs> attempted before. That was like it's, it's not. It's moment. not like a. <laughs> like like, it is not a, a a a like, comfort behind a microphone thing. Like I'll make noises. Mm. It's just you know <laughs> picking picking something like that. It it sort of increases the chances that they will not uh, bother anyone that greatly. Sure. Yeah. Casio dog, play Jesus freak. <laughs> you can't do it, can you? I can't. No, you can't because you're a sinner. Is why you don't know <laughs> that it. is true. What is the, uh, what is the karaoke? So, so uh, the world opens up tomorrow, and you hit karaoke, and all of a sudden the mic is past you, and out there in the spotlight, you're a million miles away. What song could you put on and just slay instantaneously without irony? Let me clear my throat by DJ Cool. I love you, Ryan. Uh, I'm gonna kill. I'm gonna kill. Love you inside out by the Bee Gees. I'm oh, going high. Are you? Are you doing? I'm going. The... No, I'm doing falsetto. Okay. okay. Full thing. Yeah. Are you? No. Are you singing the music? Are you singing the melody line too before the vocals come in? That da 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 da. Yeah. Da-da-da. Oh yeah. Okay, I'm singing. Good. I'm embarrassing myself, but I'm gonna kill it. You're not embarrassing yourself. You have a great falsetto. Why? Thank you. Jason, what's yours? Um. Shit. Let me go. Outcast. Like what? What's in? What's in your hip pocket? What's in your hip pocket? Right. What can you always reach for? Yeah, I'd probably just hit Outcast AT Aliens first. Um, what was that? Oh, all this talk of turn the page, though, it, it does remind me how um, this might have been like first year of college or whatever. Whenever it was that we hung out at the Waffle House till like 4 a.m. every night um, on the jukebox, there was always a dude who would play turn the page. 
just like every single night and it became this like sing-along type thing uh, Man, i hope that's him yeah yeah it might be he might travel the country just saying and turn the page until it works but like i have i have i might actually attempt that at some point just because yeah we all had the voice down and it, it like you know 19 year olds trying to sing like 55 year old smokers that's you a vibe. Know, this is a performance you feel comfortable with I feel comfortable with it. Yeah. yeah. The right. the question right. is, uh, is the audience going to have a good time or not? And I mean, hey, man, that's up to them. All right. I think if you bring the enthusiasm, Serber, what would your what would your open immediately slay it pick be? In bloom. Nice. Yeah, that's nice. strong. Holly, Holly, what would yours be? Uh, George Strait, Amarillo by morning. Ooh. Oh yeah, I would totally do the wolf howl too. Because like, the cowboy in the song, I am out there looking for eight. That's <laughs> wow. <laughs> Good night, everybody. That's our show. Uh, so <laughs> wait, nope. Server, what's yours? He he he's, did in bloom. He, yeah, he oh shit, bloom. I am Spencer. Yeah, he did in bloom, which is super strong. I might also, uh, depending on the crowd, I might do Deborah by Beck. Oh fuck that song Love and fuck back. He yeah, sucks. It, God, that song is so good. Karaoke though. I, I'd bad. I'd make you do Darling Nikki instead. Mm. Absolutely not. I'm not doing <laughs> Prince. <laughs> Prince might come back from the dead and punch me. You're yeah, yeah. Spencer. You do it for do it for the rest of us. Bring back you Prince. You coward. You are flattering yourself to think that even in death, with all the time in the world, you would be. Uh, you would not be beneath Princess Notice. Do, do you know how Come petty on, that man. man was? Come on, man. He's to the so... Foo Fighters, not you. Yeah. Spencer, I'm saying if you Everyone. have this power, you need God. to deploy it because we yeah. could use Prince back This is us. like, so I'm Spencer mm. tonight and Spencer is Godfrey. Like, everyone's secretly oh, thinking no. about me all the time. Oh. <laughs> Godfrey doesn't listen to this show. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> can we talk about the White Castle, though? I, I actually really like the part of this episode where we just talk about the previous episode. This yeah, is like damn good. it. This is like FX's hit show Damages. This this is the intro. Mad we're like yeah. the uh, can we be the uh, the yeah. Talking Dead of the full cast? <laughs> <laughs> can we Don just do has that? difficulties. We'll do that, but first you have to sit through forty-eight minutes of low winter sun. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, we wanted to talk about White Castle. Because if you're not familiar with White Castle, then it says to me that you grew up someplace south of Nashville. I'd like the, the furthest south I've seen of White Castle is Nashville, Tennessee. So it probably oh, means Nashville, you grew up. Tennessee. Yeah, there, there is a Nashville, Texas. Um, you probably grew up south of Nashville and you probably grew up. It, or do they have White Castle in California? How the fuck should I know? It, you, you did I'm going to I'm going to guess they probably do. I'll do the research, one. folks. It's fine. I've never seen one, but I don't think I've ever like been inside a White Castle personally, so I wouldn't know what to look there, for. Uh, there's a White Castle says, in Scottsdale, Arizona. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, White that's Castle basically, basically the Ohio of Arizona. Other than uh, some in Arizona and Nevada, basically stops at Texas. Actually, all of Arizona. Actually, no. I'm looking at the, the Crystal Ohio Belt. Of Arizona. It is Crystal an stops at Texas. It's an aggressively regional chain. Like it's mostly in yeah, but Arizona is an extraordinarily chain dependent dining state. It is. It is the most chain restaurant. Good chains, remember? Good, good pizza too, but yeah, but Arizona's like all about the good chains mm. and also White Castle. Mm. I mean, Arizona is has well. Never mind. So can we basically just say um, White Castle is Yankee Crystal? 
Yeah. The that's simplest fair. way to put it. Yeah. Oh, but they don't have like they don't have like crystals. They they don't have crystals like vaguely Popeyes tinged. You're gonna get what you deserve, not what you want. No, they do. Yeah. It's just that you don't deserve anything good. Mm. But White it's Castle's probably, like, and part, it's probably because they're Midwestern polite. That's it, right? Yep. They got junkyard tots at the White Castle. Mm, they got chicken rings. Does that do anything for you? Chicken uh, rings. Wait, what the? F- <laughs> wait, no, wait. What is that? That sounds incredibly upsetting. Um, I will find the exact description from White Castle's menu. Is that like chicken nugget slurry piped into the shape of an onion ring? It, made with tender white meat, chicken on the inside and crispy on the outside. You're goddamn right, Holly. It's an onion ring made of chicken. Uh, More like shite castle. That's how, that's how you, you know, know how old the chicken was. I think we built the wall too far south in this country, and that's the problem. <laughs> we did... need to build it north of Nashville. <laughs> Listen, no, White wait. Castle will sell you clams too. All right. Oh no. Okay, build what? the wall. That's it. Build the wall. Clams. What? Build clam the wall between White Castle and here. But yeah. can I get a clam ring? To my knowledge, no. But I'm sure. I'm sure science is working on it. That's all I need to hear. Yeah, White mm. Castle's super gross. Um, I I will actually I'll defend him a little bit. If you're drunk. It's less it, gross. That's yeah, the, that that's goes the strongest that's I can not, go. That's not a defense. That's everything. That's all food. <laughs> Somebody's got to say what, something what moderately you nice. Eat, you could eat playground mulch, and when you're drunk, you're like, ah, oh, fire. What gets worse? You know what? I think if you're super duper drunk, then like really nice high end gourmet food gets a little worse because you can't taste it. You feel bad about it. You're like, ah, I don't do anything. I've done that. I, I mean, know. I know you have, but that doesn't mean that it's a thing. It's true. Yeah, I don't know uh, about oh, that. Oh, they have I don't, fries? I, I, Fuck this place. I don't trust I, I, it. I guess I can't wrap my mind around I am drunk and I feel bad about something that's not like bleeding or on fire. Sure. Right? Mm-hmm. Like your your bar for feeling bad goes down. I love bleeding. All of. I mean, yeah, I, I don't want to judge folks who like being on fire or whatever. That's fine. Mm. <laughs> uh, boy, their breakfast is a lot. They're a break- lot of what? The chicken and waffle slider. Where it's waffles. And oh, there's cre- no way they've had that for more than like two years. Yeah, this is these are all fairly recent. All right. Yeah. But again, the breakfast. The, I'd, I'd experiment with this breakfast. Uh, you're like the dinosaur that lives under the sink in the Flintstones. We can't trust you when it comes to food. It's a living. The important. Oh, oh no, there's a there's a grilled cheese sandwich in front of me, and I'm gonna run to the bathroom and retch. Let me have a clam ring instead. <laughs> I'm Spencer. The important a delicious- thing is. Clam strip waffle sandwich. <laughs> why can why I are get we a, talking about this? Can I get an order of clam fingers? <laughs> <laughs> click here. There's one that says, click here to read White Castle's response to COVID-19. Like, bring it on. <laughs> Give it to us. Is that, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, what if we stacked all the White Castles prepared. end to end and used them to make the wall? Again, Would, above Nashville. Or no, I guess south of Nashville since they've got one. They're like, contaminated. Yeah. Like I, Godfrey I lives that, really close to the one we have. Uh, you know, we can use that as the line. Block him up there with those people. Here's a horrifying tall. The White Castle website has a recipe section. <gasps> Show <Yep>. me. <laughs> um, so we're talk- according oh, to... Yeah. I know where I've heard of White Castle before because there are a whole bunch of people who I forget about every year until November when I remember that there are a whole bunch of people who chop up White Castle hamburgers to make stuffing at Thanksgiving. Oh, no. 
You can't trust these people. You can't trust these people. No. Can I also say White this? Castle has made me a xenophobe. Hold on. Jason was <laughs> going to say something. I want to hear what he had to say. I'm just reading White Castle's response That's, to COVID-19. Please do. Please do. As a family-owned <laughs> business for 99 years, our vision is to feed the souls of Craver generations everywhere. Feed the souls what? <laughs> Craver generations. So what yeah. you do is, once you, once you, so every generation is different, right? Some generations aren't Craver generations and some are. Uh, what does how this are you say supposed that they know? think about our souls? Well, souls need to be fed, especially if mean you're your a craver generation. Your soul and deserves to be fed. You can't confine this steamy. based just on geography because these craver generations are everywhere, is what it says. According to White Castle's response to COVID-19, um, there's an app where they tell everyone who works at White Castle to wash their hands a lot. That's their, <laughs> uh, that's, that's one of the things they're doing. Unlike before. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like it really when that didn't the experience. happen. But, like when I go to get a, a chicken's asshole at White Castle, <laughs> I don't expect it to be washed by someone who, whether, who learned about it from an app or not. That really is what I was asking. Are these just like those Swedish ring cakes, but it's just a series of chicken assholes that's been fried in order of size? Ours is, but to wonder why. So uh, the average tenure, why, and the, the average tenure of a by. White Castle general manager is an industry leading twenty-one years. So once you're in, you're in for life. Um, we're talking about White Castle. Well, yeah, because it's a castle. They got like they got drawbridges and moats and shit. Let me say, I'm yeah, not gonna buy I mean, it. once you get in there, you're like you're landed, right? That's your I, manner. I'm not, I'm not buying seafood from anything associated with the castle. That's just I'm not associating castles with. Quality seafood of any I'd sort. I buy eel meat. Huge slam on island nations from Spencer out of nowhere. Spencer, what about King Triton? Wow. Eat shit, Spencer. I'm, I've been rebuffed. I'm sorry. Sure. Thank Swedish you. castle. I will totally purchase. He had some prominent soldier. nipples. Mm-hmm. Look at all those Reddit tabs and tell me you flat. don't think it's better down where it's wetter. <laughs> you don't I see can... you don't see a perky King Triton, do you? No, you don't. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Oh, God. By the way, in the recipes, there is a Hawaiian castle bake. No. Which uh, you take hamburgers, White Castle hamburgers. You remove the top buns. This put, is just the Idaho potato bowl. You put pineapple, rice, teriyaki sauce, and macadamia I'm sorry, nuts in a bowl. Scroll back up. Scroll back up. White Castle hamburgers, crushed pineapple, uncooked instant rice. Mm-hmm. Do you want <laughs> to soak up all the White, ja- White Castle yep. juice while they're yep. cooking? <laughs> oh, I got a belly full of White Castle Extraordinarily juice. upsetting. What is wrong with you people? Hey, did kids, you roll- did you know you've got White Castle juice in your body right now? It's called blood. <laughs> um, White. Yeah, this is rough. So, so one final takeaway from White Castle's response to COVID-19, uh, the last sentence. We're the original take-home food. Take-home is in quotes. I think because, like, it's not going to make it home. You're going to eat this shit on the drive home no. and everyone knows it. Here's the thing. Some people buy, much like Crystal, an, an alarming amount of this food. And I, here's, here's my segue. We are talking about White Castle because a White Castle opened in Orlando, Florida today when we're recording this. Oh, shit. And well, we got we to gotta wall off Orlando. That's way easier. Things were, uh, they opened at 8 a.m., there was a massive line of cars lined up waiting up to four hours to get this. And White Castle had to put a 60 slider per order limit in. Wow. Due to the demand. 
Yeah, but did y'all have a hair-pulling, knock-down, drag-out fight between two moms in adjacent cars in the drive-thru like Cookout did when it opened in Atlanta? Not to my knowledge. So. Yeah. Pass. Get, get on our level. <laughs> so That's what I'm saying, Orlando. demand like transplanted Midwesterners? Is that what's it's, happening? Yeah. I, Entirely. I yeah, because as we've as we said before, Orlando is the Europe of Ohio. Yeah, there are so yeah. there are so many people from Ohio in the middle of Florida. That's all Orlando is. It takes two O's to spell Ohio. You just take them, move them south. It takes two O's to spell Orlando. All right. The math checks out. It's just mm. It's the most Midwestern place in Florida, and that says a lot because a lot of Midwesterners ended up in Midwesterners ended up in Florida. But let me remind you just how Midwestern White Castle is. It's mentioned in an Eminem song. All right, that's you just you don't that's that's the proof, right? Who's one of the greatest more... buck? Who's one of the greatest Buckeyes of all time? Orlando Pace. Mm-hmm. I will see you. Mm-hmm. It it's was got set, the word yeah. land in it. Land grant universities, the yep. entire Big mm-hmm. Ten. Um, so this is now the largest White Castle in the world. And this is how White Castle's CEO uh, explained the decision. We built it because we figured that in Florida they would have the largest craving for our products. And goddamn, if White Castle CEO Lisa Ingram didn't nail it in one. Boy, that is the meanest (laughs) thing. (laughs) People in Florida crave what we have. Whoa. (laughs) We sensed a desperation, and not the good kind. And here we are. I picture, oh, I picture like Obi Wan <gasps> on the Millennium Falcon being like, I, "Oh, something's happened. Something terrible in the universe. A great, a great craving has cried out, and then was suddenly filled with tiny burgers. Suddenly filled with chickens' buttholes. So, a side One note. A side note on chicken buttholes. They Which are, you are also filled with. They, uh, to some extent, yes, especially depending on how recently I've eaten a chicken nugget. The <coughs> GPGU is kind of a Taiwanese delicacy and uh, usually serve it on like a skewer. So it's just chicken butt on a skewer, right? Kind of looks like chicken rings. And I knew a dude who got into a motorcycle accident. He's this Taiwanese guy. And he's like, yeah, man, I got into a motorcycle accident. I'm like, what happened? He's like... Yeah, I was just like kind of lost in my head because I really wanted some chicken butt. So I was thinking about going to the barbecue stand for the chicken butt. And I didn't really notice going around this corner. Just wipe my bike out, crash right into the chicken butt stand. Wipe your bike out and then the chicken butt wipes your butt out. Love it. There's just some guy driving around thinking about chicken butt. It's like, oh yeah, man, it's going to make my whole day. Y'all, that is not the only uh, fast food news that broke today go on in the second stupidest thing i have seen to come out of the washington post today and to be fair there's not a lot that can be done to top their memo that asserted that pride juneteenth and the fourth of july were not political holidays uh domino's pizza is bringing back the noid a mascot that once drove a man to take hostages that's a fucking headline I'm going to read this story, and y'all stop me when you get to the point. Uh, y- y'all stop me where you <clears throat> feel that this story interacts with our podcast, and I promise it will be obvious to you. <clears throat> 
Moments into Sean Burnsed's work shift at a Domino's Pizza restaurant, his first customer whipped out a gun. The perpetrator rounded the corner of the counter as he demanded $100,000 and a white limousine that could serve as a getaway car, and he insisted on talking to the company's owner about it directly. Five hours, two hostages, and a standoff with police later, the 1989 incident had become an example of a bizarre misunderstanding gone outrageously wrong. The subject, the devilish, buck-toothed, rabbit-eared mascot of Domino's, which coincidentally shared the gunman's last name. Kenneth Lamar Noyd, 22. (laughs) Wait, 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 we're not there yet. Kenneth Lamar Noyd, 22, was having an ongoing feud in his mind with the owner of Domino's Pizza about the Noyd commercials. Apparently, he thinks they're aimed at him, Police Sergeant Mark Bender of Shambly, Georgia, told reporters at the oh, time. Oh, this poor man. But then, Shambly, the good, baby. The good news, after Kevin Noyd uh, was trained by the League of Shadows, he emerged back into society as the one, the only, John Schnatter. Spencer, Jason, spot ruling how Georgia is this crime. This feels too... Um... I, I, I dare say it's more Florida because like okay. Georgians have bad ideas in their within their own right minds, right? Okay. Whereas the Florida okay. man would say the, the TV accused me of being annoyed. Spencer, what you think? Um, yeah, I think this is too grandiosely conspiratorial and not stupid enough. All right, all right. Yeah, it's well, got to be dumber. Do better next time, Kenneth. Sorry about it. Kenneth Lamar. Also, Lord. he doesn't sound he doesn't sound lazy. Kenneth doesn't sound lazy enough. To no, be that's that's a man with initiative. Yeah, it's got to involve something kind of slipshod too, right? I remember the Noid had a video game. Yes, no. <laughs> yeah, this is like this is back Nintendo when anything game. could have a video. The Seven Up Spot had a video game. Home Improvement had a Super Nintendo game. Atlanta's Olympic the mascot had game a video all. game. Yeah, Aww. but he deserved uh, it. What? Was he bulldozing black neighborhoods? What was the object of the game? Izzy, Izzy transcended race, class, and gender. Okay? No, he didn't. That wasn't Izzy. No, fault. they didn't. That wasn't Izzy. Izzy just needed the job. Okay. <laughs> it was hard times for a little electric sperm. He kind of looked like an electric sperm, little blue electric sperm. Yeah. What yeah, do you think right. sperm looks like? Like yeah. Izzy. Yeah, like Izzy. Exactly. Right down to the eyes. Right down to the eyes and the sneakers. <laughs> Definitely uh-huh. sneakers. Yep. So when you when you were growing up, I have to sell this episode in a brown wrapper. When you were growing up, <laughs> did you have? I mean, you you Jason, you probably qualify. I know Holly definitely qualifies. I don't know. Ryan grew up in the big city of don't Tampa. Don't tell me what I qualify for. Okay, so he might be a little too cosmopolitan for this. This right. might have been too big. But when there was a new restaurant that opened where, there. This city okay. where Cop and a Half was filmed, okay? Get it fucking right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, what, would the, what would the Tampa-ized version of Hollywood be? Right? Because India God. has Bollywood. Yeah. Atlanta is Yollywood. Uh, South India has Tollywood. What is Tampa's version? You just... Uh, Terry, Terry, Terry Bolea would. <laughs> Hulk Hogan started it, y'all. Excuse me, Tammy Wood. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> but, but what 
restaurant open in your town where you where it was like a big honking deal, right? That's a sign that, by the oh. way, you grew up in a place that was yeah, smallish, pass. Pass. right? Yeah, you're gonna pass. For I mean, me, we had know, a we had a Burger King that shut down because it was used. Uh, the police commandeered it for a hostage negotiation with the bank across the street, but that's not what you're talking about. So we need a place. We can. We need a place to work. <laughs> They Clear did. out the they, Burger King. They went to the Burger King. They blacked out all the windows. And after that, Burger King just is like, ah, too much work. Shut it down. <laughs> I really respect Burger King always being the laziest fast food <laughs> chain. In every Because they do that. They're just like, ah, just leave the store there. Should we shut it down or sell anything? No, I, no. Lock the doors. I don't know, no one man. cares. Just, just like cut the power and leave. Stop being a baby. <laughs> Come on, it's bike week. Stop bothering me about this. (laughs) Um, Jason, was there a place that opened near you where where it was like a big deal? Uh, No, not really. Like, not growing up, no. Like, I mean, I've kind of lived all around-ish. So, like, I don't remember living far enough out where it was like, oh, oh, thank the good Lord, we got a Taco Bell. Like, (laughs) I've always been around anything that I've wanted I think the most recent ones I can think of was like when Cookout made its way down here, when Culver's made its way down here, that type of stuff. Yeah, that's like regional opening in New Region, right? It was yeah. a big deal in Franklin when like the racks opened. We got a racks roast beef, and oh man, whoo, high cotton. That was a big deal. That was that was money. That was huge. That was enormous when the racks opened there. It was absolutely fantastic. Did like, you go? But that was a big deal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was a thing. Like, there were, there were lines. Like, we had to wait a long way. Sure. Right? Yeah. But that was, but like, that was sad because that was our little town, right? That is not what should happen in a city with like 1.5 million people in the metro area in Orlando. It shouldn't be like, hey, we opened a White Castle. What? How starving? How how down bad are you? That's down bad. Well, it's like it's not even you know like if In and Out opens a new location or something, or if like Shake Shack shows whatever. Like I get why sometimes that happens because people have heard through the grapevine. Oh, this or they've been to an airport because Shake Shack is airport food. (laughs) Yeah, there is that. Um, But but I at least kind of understand the impulse. At no point was anybody like, oh, fucking White Castle. Finally, Bobby Flay's been talking about it for weeks. We got to go. This is totally about regional nostalgia. Like, is that's that, completely is, what it is. But, yeah. Uh, Everyone in a car is someone from fucking Pennsylvania. Yeah. Because, like, if you, put a, if you put an in and out of Whataburger or whatever in Orlando. Nobody's going to be a one hour line tops. Like this, yeah. this is yeah. tapping into deep feelings of people who've who've fled a region and and sure. haven't probably haven't had White Castle in thirty years, and they think, <laughs> oh, that was good. It's truly, it's still well, good. Well, I'll tell you what, their nostalgia will end after about thirty minutes in that car if they drove any further, because brother, those onions <laughs> are going to do their work. And it's hot. You don't want to roll the window down. That's Florida. You want to keep the AC on and up. So you're gonna have to make a very painful decision. You're gonna have to live with what's coming out of out in the car, or you're gonna have to let what's out in. Either way, it's gonna be bad for you if you're driving more than thirty minutes after eating some White Castle. Now, now you are the chicken ring. 
<laughs> now what are you craving? That's right, fresh oxygen. Air, circulation. Because I guarantee you, too, somebody got on a plane right after that, right? And that's, there's no, going to be a plane. No, because everybody who did this missed their fucking flight. <laughs> Four hours. That's Nobody why they're in Orlando. It. <laughs> yeah. It's worth it. I wonder how many people got in line thinking this was a Disney thing, right? Yeah, like, that's real possible. Hun. Yeah. Or, or it, Hun, it could just be like... It could just be some like bullshit. Oh where... boy, steamed beef! <laughs> Please do that again. <laughs> I will not randomly. Um, yeah, I don't know. On a Monday too. That's the part that I know. Days don't mean anything anymore, but God, it's a real. That's days a real don't way mean to start. And your apparently, week. neither does food. No, it can't be that bad, Orlando. There have to be it, other nah, things to do, man. It can't. It, <laughs> I guess so. I know we've discussed. I know we've discussed the miserable choices you have when it comes to. You have thirty. You. I will give you thirty million dollars to live in one Florida city. Choose. It's like choose so. Like, it, it's it's totally about these folks missing this specific place. Like, if you had not had Popeyes for like thirty years. And all of a sudden, one is opening in the city that you happen to live in. You'd spend an amount of time in line for it. Four hours is a lot. <laughs> I don't know if there's anything I'd choose four hours worth of wait for, but that's totally what's happening here. Yeah, and, and to be clear, most of what happened here was that dumbasses got in line. And once they were, I don't know, 20 minutes in, they were pot committed. They were like, I'm seeing this through. I won't abandon this mission. I'm going to save you clam strips and smuggle you out in my belly. <laughs> I mean, As a if member you... of the craving generation, <laughs> I am here to crave. Cravers. That's how I know they're Midwestern, too. That is that they're still stuck on some like good 1980s advertising language. Oh, don't you crave it. Isn't it delicious? White Castle, it's what dads crave. <laughs> well, well, <laughs> they're not That's wrong. Why, uh, somehow this calls to mind my favorite slogan of, of all time, which was, um, was it is Hungry Man? Is that the TV dinner? Yeah, whatever. Mm -hmm. it's one. Yeah, of yeah, them. yeah. Where it was like Hungry Man, a pound of food men love. Touting the weight. Oh, they've changed it food. to. They've changed it to hungry man. Eat like a man. But yeah, pound of food was the selling point. <laughs> yeah, here it is. Uh, Booker T, the pro wrestler. Booker T, the pro wrestler, had a commercial where he 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 said, "It's a pound of food, men love." Yeah, it's on YouTube. It's good because it appeals to that very stupid part of the male brain that's like, "Well, that's like twenty hit points. It's gonna heal." That much food? Well, if I eat a less than a pound of food, somebody might think I'm a boy. <laughs> I can't have that. Honey, look oh, at God. that boy over there. He can't run for mayor. <laughs> God damn it. What do you got there? An ounce of food? What do you got? Two thirds? Was that pre-cooked or post-cooked? <laughs> Get out of here. Piece of shit. 
<laughs> I, I, I eat a pound of food every meal. It's like a pound of what? Food. Two things I love. <laughs> Stomach pain and the imperial system. <laughs> one, thing, one thing I like is weight. Yep. I need this. This is my, that's like literally my TV dinner can kick your TV dinner's ass. <laughs> you don't think so? Put it on the scale. Wait, <laughs> wait, this is formidable. It's power. I like that it's, it's barely even the relevant measure of food. It's like, yeah, look, look at this computer. It's got a shitload of horsepower. What are you talking about? <laughs> Or, or like, yeah, I got a pretty good computer. It's about uh, ten pounds. <laughs> should have done that. We really should have done that with TVs, because you know, TVs at one point did weigh like hundreds of pounds, sure, right? Like, yeah. yeah. How big's your How big's your TV? Four hundred pounds. Nope. I got a nine hundred pound TV. <laughs> oh, it's about fifty pounds of TV. Men love. <laughs> when I turn it on, I can feel the tumors growing in my forehead. <laughs> how many pounds of tumors? Seven. Yes, it's like a, like a nine-pound tumor there. I don't know what you're doing <laughs> with your seven-pounder. Jesus, Dale, step it up. You got to put your skull real close to that TV and get you a big old tumor. You need yeah, to eat that's... some more hungry man. Feed that thing. <laughs> also, can I just say how much I adore the direct marketing of hungry man? It is the <laughs> lowest common denominator of marketing to have somebody go by the fridge and go, well... That does describe me in two categories. Because <laughs> I'm I, definitely a man, and I am hungry. I think the other alarming thing about the White Castle story is that, by definition, this was several people's first day of work. Like, first real day of work. They'd done training. they did whatever. But, uh, you know, however many people were staffing this 4,000-square-foot White Castle showed up, and that's their first day is serving four hours worth of Floridians the most flavorless hamburgers and the rubberiest chicken asshole rings possible all day long. Chicken asshole. Can you do that in the Mickey voice? Yeah. Okay. Just Cassio Dog is the only one that does the call and response. Don't please don't. Come on. She's not a soundboard. She's a person. I'm just I'm waiting for her to spring that on me on like with no warning. That's what oh, I want. It'll be when she kills you. That's fine. Oh boy. <laughs> What's the last thing you'll hear? A Mickey voice talking about chicken butt. Today shalt thou be with me in paradise. <laughs> awesome. Coins for the boatman. <laughs> oh, speaking of coins. Speaking of look at change. Yeah. You know what a, a really good way to make sure that all your little coins and change add up? Home field apparel. God damn it. That's such a good segue <laughs> going to. That was our own little private episode of 911. Two strangers. Oh, I'm, man, I'm making this turn well. You're learning to drive off the side of the on-ramp. <laughs> Down. 911, what is your call? I have an ad to read. Jason? You can't read. Should we do What's both ads at the same time? Can we attempt that? Oh. No, no, it will break my soul. I mean, oh my god, they invented Cheerwine Zero. I'm so sad. That's not the point of Cheerwine. Acorns.com. Show is not sponsored by Acorns.com. 
is a saving and investing app that you can put on your cellular t- telephone. Uh, if you go to acorns.com slash fullcast, you get a $5 starter kit. Who knows what $5 could become in the next uh, 60, 70 years or whatever the case may be. It could be, it could be, it could be millions. It could. You don't know. It could be. It could stay five dollars, and then still, what do you got to lose, right? Uh, so how it works is you set it up so that an amount of money goes from your regular pile into investment pile. You can make regular weekly donations to yourself. You can have it nickel and dime your own purchases, and uh, as you pile money into the thing, then investment magic happens, and ideally, the line continues to go up, whether you're doing anything or not, and eventually. I will have enough to start my own White Castle in a uh, community that does not have it. Where So besides Orlando, what could use it the most? Orlando is hard, really hard to talk. I'm going to put one in Mar-a-Lago. That's where I'm going to put my White Castle. Mm, yeah. mm, I think I'm, I'm going to go ahead. Actually, it's kind of redundant. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and put my mega White Castle in the only other place I know that has that many Midwesterners. And... So Mega is here modifying White and not White Castle. <laughs> white Mega Castle. No, that's worse. <laughs> that's, that's no. We already did Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, that's bad. I think if I really, I think if you put one in Tampa, and then Wait. we can fight. Mm. I got it. I'm gonna put uh-huh. it in like Germany or wherever where like actual castles are. I'm gonna put a White Castle in an actual medieval castle. Oh. That's tasteful. With my winnings from acorns.com. Yeah. yeah. That's beautiful. Um, I want to go ahead and tell you that in the updating of the race to see how much money my younger son can embezzle out of his own junior account on here, out of his family account, the uh, the early account for kids. Uh, the gap now, by the way, stands at $12. 12 dollars meaning he's managed to siphon off eh, about another 75 cents this week to make it around an even 12 at what His point perfidy will you step continues in? uh you know like you're, I wa- think you're watching the theft he, happen you're updating it on this podcast how. okay is there is there a number that's just too much for you just a line 23 23 23 dollars he's probably okay. already there how many weeks have we been doing this i think it's very important to teach kids that there's an acceptable level of graft and an unacceptable level of graft when he wets his beak too much that's when i'll let him know that you know it's time to get your wings clipped you went a little too far buddy 23 dollars it's whatever anybody needs you're to the learn. worst mobster the absolute worst spencer <laughs> what happens if you realize he has also taken 12 from you Hmm. Like oh, how can you be sure? How can you be sure is... you ha- you have a full sense of the scale of the damage here? What if yeah, what if it's what so if, much deeper if, than you realize? What if the twelve dollars is a smokescreen and he's gone behind your back and like there's fifty thousand dollars missing from your yeah. account somewhere? Well, at that point, he gets to throw me in the volcano, like <laughs> like we're on the old show dinosaurs because he's outfoxed me. He's beat me, and the world is his now. I, I would I and I don't want to live as uh I don't want to live as his servant in that world so he's just gonna have to end me I will have met my better. All right. Acorns dot com. Your son will kill you. <laughs> and take twelve um, and take twenty three dollars from you before listen, he does it. Listen, if you're if you're thinking about sitting in your car in Florida 
in early May, which early May might as well be fucking July in yeah. uh, Central Florida. If you're thinking about doing that for four hours so that you can get a uh, tiny square hamburger that they literally will sell you a frozen version of at Sam's Club, you should at least be comfortable while you do it. And that's why you need to first go to homefieldapparel.com, pick out probably several comfortable shirts. For this, you're not going to need the sweatshirts, but look at them for another purpose because you'll probably camp out for something else stupid. Uh, but yeah, you're going to want to go and check out. They've been doing all kinds of refreshes. What did we get this week? We got uh, Bowling Green, I know, got a refresh. Michigan State, Indiana got a little bit of an update. There's like seven other schools that I'm forgetting. <clears throat> um, Michigan, State, go- Michigan State's is, is stellar. Purdue. The gr- Purdue also had an update. I forgot about that. Um, yeah, so so lots of options, which you're going to need because you're going to get sweaty in this car for four hours and you're going to want to change out. And um, you're just, you're just going to go ahead and use offer code FULLCAST to get 20% off your first order. Take that and... Use those savings to then go buy what I can't recommend that, but you're already in line. Yeah, you know what? If you're already in line, go ahead and use your savings from your from our the full cast offer code and buy some White Castle with it. Why not? Yep. And then tie a comfy home field shirt around your nose and drive. And then and then look down, look down at your Purdue Pete shirt and realize that's how he got that way. Just eating White Castle burgers. <laughs> That's how he got that rictus face that can't move anymore. <laughs> that's yeah, that that's how he got that haunted look in his eye. He used to look like Fabio. Stunning. Chiseled. <laughs> and now through his motionless features, he just says, Don't be like me. Learn from my mistakes. Decades of White Castle decadence have taken my features from me. <laughs> Eat at is least cr- one vegetable, you piece of shit. Why is he Christoph Waltz? <laughs> Why is he not? Um. By the way, this is the best Fabio segue I will ever do, and the only one. Um, that Fabio, there was a day when Fabio was hit by a bird when he was at Bush Gardens in Williamsburg, Virginia. Sadly, not Tampa. I know. But in 1999, Fabio was on a roller coaster in Williamsburg, Virginia, at Busch Gardens. And he was having a wonderful time and looking beautiful until a bird hit him in the face and bloodied his nose. (laughs) And there is an urban myth that it was a goose, which would be fantastic, but it's not true. (laughs) I'm just going to sell that, though. and just be like, yeah, Fabio was totally hit by a goose. I'm going to tell you it's not true, but I'm also going to say... The better story is the goose. So just tell everybody that. Nobody will look it up. There's photos of him. It's glorious. He looks very distraught that his beautiful nose has been destroyed by a bird. But birds won. Fabio zero. Did you just feel like telling that story? Was that? I did. I okay. Did. <laughs> I feel like it made everybody better. Homefieldapparel.com. Was it, was it a chicken that did it? Think? I believe it was a, I believe it was a pigeon. Was just, it a chicken? You know, a chicken flying backward that did it with its butt. Is that why that we're would discussing be, this? Would that be more insulting? 
if that happened or just a pigeon. I that's would actually feel... weird. Guess what chicken butt came from? Yeah, <laughs> it's about true. the White that's Castle right. chicken rings. It's about the White Castle that the chicken that flew backward into. Fo- what if it was a hummingbird? Wouldn't that be humiliating? What if a hu- oh yeah, especially if like a hummingbird knocked you out? That'd yeah. be great. That'd be phenomenal. Also, it, it'd be like really good for the hummingbird street cred, because you know Fabio's real big of the hummingbird community. If you knocked him out, you kind of get his juice, right? Yeah, well, literally, because he his blood and yours yeah. would mingle, and then your souls would mingle. I'm that would kill you. Like, how big a bird you'd have to be to that for that to not kill you? You think? How many pounds of food would you need to be? <laughs> I'm just gonna translate everything into this now. <laughs> if you're a ten pound of food bird, would you survive that? My NFL so. draft. My NFL draft previews are just going to be about everything in pounds of food. They're like, yeah, this fullback's about 248 pounds of food coming through the hole. Technically, for a T-Rex. Sure. <laughs> he'd be uh, just this thing. He's, uh, he, he's, he's got, he can bend. He's got good fluid motion. He's got great hands. He's, he's a really great run blocker. He's also just at least nine meals for a T-Rex. He's an enormous feast of a man who would keep a lizard happy for at least a week or so in terms of sustenance. So, yeah, he's about a nine-meal guy. Well, should we keep podcasting? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I got a thing. Oh, okay. I like that. Oh. I, do actually, I, I do actually have one thing. I was like, go, go ahead. No, no, no. No, you're no, first. no, you're no first. Please, please. No, you're Both first. No. At the same time, go. My, my daughter did say a mean thing to me, if you want me to tell you about that. Yeah, go ahead. Please, please. Today, I took her to the park, and she said, Dad, what's a speed demon? And I said, oh, that's just a word for like somebody who's really fast. And she thought about it, and she looked at me, and she said, you're a slow demon. <laughs> I think, you... Ryan, I think what she meant is that you're a speed angel. Ryan, will you tell them what she said about your Philly T-shirt? Yes, um, I have. I have a shirt that says "Leave Philly Alone." It's this like charitable organization that prints these shirts that I like. And Nora was looking at it, <clears throat> and she was like, "What does that say?" And I said, "Well, you try to read it." She looks at it very carefully. She says, "Leave Holly alone," and I say, "Yes, that's exactly what it. Yes, <laughs> you it. yes." Good night, everybody. <laughs> well, my thing was this, that uh, that I was just, there are times when you are completely wrong about something, and one of mine was sleeping on a player, like on a college football player that I, I now like him, like, God, he was way cooler than I really had any clue until I went back and watched a game. So I watched 2015 Ole Miss Alabama, which is the... Um, it is the J- it is the Chad Kelly tip pass game. It is the shootout where eventually Old Miss prevails forty three thirty seven, and Old Miss becomes as big a rival to Alabama as they have had, and eventually paving the way for Hugh Freeze's national championship team in two thousand nineteen. Right, because that's definitely a thing that happened. <coughs> This is also the team that played Alabama when Alabama started Cooper Bateman, a.k.a. Copper Batman. You remember Cooper Bateman? Cooper Bateman was, uh, he had a short tenure, just just 14 attempts 
as the starter at Alabama before throwing a pick and uh, getting the yank early and yielding way to Jake Coker. Jake Coker is a, a championship quarterback for them. Like one year, but a championship quarterback. And in like the pantheon of Alabama quarterbacks, I know there's a lot of Alabama fans who like really adore and love Jake Coker. But not enough of you do. Not enough of you appreciate what a joy he was because in this game where he leads a furious comeback, um, all Jake Coker does is just uh, one lumber around with his big old lummoxy body. Because if I had to describe him, like Jake Coker's greatest physical trait is his largeness. Many meals, Jason, would one Jake Coker be? Gotcha. Just, okay. Yeah, just like big old lummoxy dude. Uh, listening to the announcers try to describe him, they're like, well, you know, he's known for his arm, and all he's doing is throwing the ball 500 miles an hour over people's heads. Like, he is just <laughs> he's throwing at one speed with no touch, just directly throwing through people all the time. It's it's beautiful. He's everything you want in, like, a big, old, giant, pile-of-dude kind of quarterback. In addition to terrifying scrambles where you're not really sure what's going to happen when he hits somebody, but it'll probably involve some sort of shattering of someone's bones. Hopefully not Jake Coker's. And he just, just ends up winning a national title for them. This dude outduels Deshaun Watson in the title game. Uh, ends up being an SEC championship quarterback. This is, this is his origin story. And I slept on Jake Coker. Just want to apologize to Jake Coker. If he's listening to this, he's not. But, man, what an absolutely cool college-level player who retired after like two years in the pros because he didn't want to get another knee surgery because big old lummoxy dude who I think took a lot of hits, particularly when he was playing for Alabama. Like he and Derrick Henry might be the biggest backfield that they've ever had at the University of Alabama. God, Just, so, many, so many pounds of food. So many, so many hungry man meals all stacked up end to end over there. But yeah, I was watching Jay Coker and I'm like, didn't appreciate this man enough for being the giant rolling war machine that he was when he was when he was at alabama so see holly spencer only cut you off so he could talk about jake coker 